0: Hi, I'm Samproof from Samproof.tv. And I'm Art Martinez Kebble from net. And this is Kickin', the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live Tuesdays on Discord and find the audio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere podcasts are available. Today, we're back, and you're a bunch of Kickstarter creators who are back too. Uh, before we get into it, Art, have you uh, donated or received any new uh, new funding campaign things? No, but a game that I backed did come out
1: while we were on break, and I just haven't had a chance to figure out how to redeem my code and/or play it. But Battle Chef Brigade is a game that I backed on Kickstarter that is recently released. It's a it's a cooking uh-huh. RPG. Like you oh. go out into the world and you kill monsters, and you come back and you make you make
0: dinner out of the monsters out of the monsters. Yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. Like a bugbear. Salad. Bugbear barbecue. There you go. There it is. <laughs> saved it. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. We were almost canceled just now.
1: That was almost <laughs> by ourselves. The mayor of podcasts would have come in and been like,
0: sorry guys. That's <laughs> it's just not funny enough. This episode of Kickin' is brought to you by Ovio Pair Locks, an innovative system funding now on Kickstarter.com. Ovio is beautiful, functional, and efficient. Imagine having only one key to open everything: deadbolts, padlocks, doorknobs, handles, and mini padlocks. The Ovio Smart Key is unlike any key you've ever had before, and features a cylinder with changeable codes, so you can customize each lock. Everything is beautiful and smash-proof. Check out kickstarter.com for OVO Locks or find the link on kickinshow.com and search O-V-I-O Locks. All right. Well, this week in the world of crowdfunding, uh, the famous indie news site Gawker was forced into bankruptcy and off the webs last year. And now a group of Gawker media employees across editorial tech and business sections want to bring it back and put in their own bid to buy Gawker. They're shooting for half a million and have raised about 55000 in just a few days. Uh, yeah, good luck to them. The tongue-in-chief yep. Trump's really great, amazing
1: Russian dolls are a series of Trump and his cabinet as Russian nesting dolls, which honestly might
0: be a little too on the nose. Hmm. Uh, if you regularly eat fast food in your car, the Dip Clip has a solution for everyone who's ever wanted easily accessible, and that's my daughter, Betty. Uh, <laughs> an easily accessible way to eat ketchup with your fries or dunk your nuggets, whatever, uh, with a small condiment bowl that clips onto your air vent, making your dream of dipping and driving a reality. Or you can, you know, save 15 bucks and do what I do, which is you put the ketchup on your oversized cup lid. Really? Yeah. Like, while you're drinking out of it? I mean, it's a big lid. It's not getting in the straw. But uh, don't you have to, like, pick it up? Yeah. Straw's
1: right there. Gross. How dare you, sir? Have you ever thought, I love my electric guitar, but sometimes I just want a banjo. The Guitar Joe's got your back. Or neck? I don't know. With this space-saving device that makes any electric guitar sound like a banjo. Finally, I wish I had a
0: banjo stinger right here. But I
1: don't. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> banjo provided by Betty. Now is the time to
1: teach her how to play banjo true she's uh she's she's on a ukulele kick i wish this like transitioned into our first project or something which we had like and
0: the the band the banjo for kids right well betty has been uh pirating the podcast by by jumping in insistently so there's there's that (laughs) keel hauling our production meeting much like you would expect
1: to do on skull pirates a action rpg for ps4 ps vita and nintendo switch um from the people at Arcade Distillery. That's a really stunning selection of platforms considering I don't think anyone is making I, PS Vita games anymore. I don't even know what that is. Okay, do you is know that, what a PSP is? Yeah, well yeah. Well, this is what they did after the PSP. <laughs> and it did not do super well. It's actually a great piece of hardware, but just it just didn't. It just bombed. Anyway, this game okay. looks cool. Um, yeah. It's hard to like know with these games. Like I, I'm sure you heard of the the colossal recent failure of Mighty Number no. Nine, a big time oh, Kickstarter great. game that ended up just not only not being a very good game, but looking worse than the stuff they had on their kickstarter page like people like compared oh, wow. like a and b from like this is the gif they had on their kickstarter and this is the thing that shipped and it how would... does that
0: happen oh man
1: i mean the, the real yeah. answer is like the little tech demo you make for your kickstarter page is often just like not
0: super real right well it's <laughs> yeah i mean it's probably made through a whole different system because it's animated it's not like created in game right you don't
1: have to like it doesn't have to it doesn't have to really do Render. it yeah
0: yeah um, it's all cutscenes, but this
1: looks so much more plausible. Like that's one, of, it's one of those, you know, if something looks too good to be true, it's probably not, but this all looks sure. super plausible. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, it's got a really nice style to it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, uh, what is that thing with the big heads and the little bodies, like the super deformed thing? Like the chibi. Like with, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah. that. And then it's a little little cyberpunkness or steampunk even.
1: Yeah, I'd I, like pirate punk. I think is uh, <laughs> sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that works.
1: Well, um, the interesting thing is like <laughs> it describes itself as an action RPG, and then if you get into, like the gameplay description, it kind of sounds like it's like a Castlevania style game, and that's kind of what it looks like as well. But I'm yeah, not here to tell these people that their game is not an RPG.
0: That's really not for me to say. But yeah, it definitely looks like a side scroller. Um, but it's got this cool like depth of field thing happening in a lot of the scenes. And I'm like, is that going to really happen in the game? Cause that kind of sells it.
1: Oh yeah. Or Cause like that... the, ba- it's like the background is like three different layers. Yeah. I don't know why that wouldn't be possible, especially with like the, sure. the technology they're talking about. Right. Like, you know, I definitely believe my PlayStation four or my Nintendo switch
0: could do this. Right. Um, yeah. It seems possible. It's just, <laughs> Uh, especially, oh, they already no have the engine. I don't it's know if wrapped. that's
1: true. Um, yeah. And their funding goal is twenty thousand dollars, which I want to say is not enough to make a video game. So no. they either have other money coming in, or or
0: are yeah. liars. Well, this, this is their <laughs> third game. Uh, I feel like did they have one failure before? Was that it? Let's take a quick look in their past. I hit the wrong thing. <laughs> So it's Arcade Distillery, and they previously did Plague Road, which was a turn-based strategy, and before that, um, they had one called Court of the Dead that did uh, get cancelled. Hmm. So they've got one game under their belt successfully, and that one raised forty-two thousand. So
1: all right, and yeah, they seem to be you know if they've if they've made games before, I have to believe they know what they're doing. And a lot of a lot of Kickstarter video games these days are less about paying for the game more about providing proof of concept to other investors. Like they might, but it might yeah. be like less that we're going to make this game for $20,000 and more. We're going to make $20,000 and then someone's going to give us the million dollars. It's really going to cost.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It's definitely, I think sort of a, uh, well, this is what we can do and raise now help us out. Yeah. <laughs> now we'll go to the real money. But, uh, it's you know it's definitely got something to it. It's it's interesting to see. And uh, if I played more video games, maybe I'd be into it. They are using backer kit, by the way. So, oh, cool. There's some yeah. weird
1: things in the rewards. Like you can get a digital download copy for PlayStation Vita or Switch, and Yay. you can get the digital deluxe version for PlayStation Vita or Switch. But then, like all of the physical copies are only on. The Sony platforms—it's like Switch just like disappears from there. Once you get to like the collector's edition, they don't know Nintendo anymore, and I don't know if that's because of licensing fees or something. Like there's something's something's going on up here. Right, right. Um, all
0: right, you think it'll fun Well, they—they're already at two hundred percent. So yes, yeah. <laughs> Right, I you know, I thought there was an extra zero there and there is not. That's that's correct. They are double just twice over so far. So
1: yeah. But it's but you're right. They are they're they're too they're too low, right? That's that's too cheap. That's right? Um they need another zero. Yeah. I mean, it it must be it must be that they have someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's also weird. They got to 20,000 in two hours. And then in like the week and a half since they've only gotten another 20,000. Like there, they might've also been like, we're going to launch a 20,000. And then we're going to make $2 million.
0: And now it's like, oh God. Oh, we have to do stuff during the campaign. Yeah. They've only done three updates so far. And uh, one of them was the, like, we made it. We did it. By we losers. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, it does seem like they were un Ill, or ill-prepared for uh, the continuing battle of the mid-campaign part.
1: Why did you say that?
0: Uh, Although all the comments,
1: I'm yeah. looking at the comments, they're all like, get rid of the collector's editions for all these Johnny-come-latelys. Yeah. And like, that's a weird... Yeah. <laughs> it's a bizarre... People are just like, if you didn't thread, get this yeah. game the first week... Get out of here! We don't want
0: you anymore. What a weird elitism! Yeah, um, <laughs> please um, don't help us fund this thing. We want. Yeah, like, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, if Pirates isn't your fantasy of choice, you can uh, move on to Kill the Unicorns, a fast and furious, because of unicorns, party game of unicorn trapping in which you find, uh, you try to foil your friend's attempts to get the most unicorns. Um, Yeah, this is it's kind of a, a simpler board game, card game, party game thing going on. Sure. Uh, this is, uh, again, the third project from a company called Morning Players uh, previously also had one successful game and one canceled. But I think it was the same game in both cases. Hmm. Um, yeah, when I first saw this, I thought it was going to be just another Cards Against Humanity rip But it's 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 a little it's a more quirky sort of uh, card game with, you know, fun character, you know, unicorn characters and it it almost almost feels like um oh geez I lost it like an Uno kind of game in a way. Hmm. And you're sending. You're you're. Ah, it, it's oh you know what it is uh Story Wars but without the like Cards Against Humanity narrator element of it where it's everything is dictated by the cards but you're basically just adding on different like buffs and rebuffs to all right but there's like win, an objective
1: method of scoring yeah. yes
0: yeah it's all it's all on the cards. all right
1: um hmm that's it i love the it's, it's got a very good look um yeah i love the social stretch goals any campaign that mm-hmm. does those is a hit in my book. The so, like they have these things in here, like you can unlock new things by like cosplaying as one of our characters, or oh, that's nice. Um, send us a picture, you know, a thousand shares on Facebook. Like I like the the things that just aren't about. Like they have they have monetary stretch goals. Don't get me wrong, but they also have like you know, right. do like yeah. just just like be excited about our product, you know, and right.
0: Yeah, it's it's got a a cool little like not community necessary but incentive to be a community if you will.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think that that works. It it does foster that sense
0: and it's worked really well. They're doing great. Yeah. They uh they were asking for 10,000 and they've raised with uh with about a week to go 170,000. That is uh pretty amazing. Uh, what was their last game? I wonder what that hit because, like, it is—it's a very—it from what I—it's a very different style than uh, the last game is called Hope the Board Game, uh, and that one—it's a little on the nose. sort of a space thing, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I untangle Betty from her uh, headphone trappings. I can't even. Where Where do you? Oh, yeah, the last one actually did rather well. It's just under a hundred thousand. So they they have built their community here, and I'm sure we will see them in the future on uh on Kickstarter again and again, doing similar stuff. I I feel like based on the style of this that they've they've come off of somebody else's community, like some kind of penny arcade style web comic or something. You but know what it, it kind of looks really like to me. Looks it, like it looks like yeah. um.
1: Who's the guy who did Exploding Kittens?
0: Right. Yeah, something like that. It does have that feel to it.
1: They, their last stretch goal is not unlocked, and there's still so many challenges people haven't done. Um, and if I'm, if I'm being completely honest, it's the bakers who are really letting them down. Ten Kill the Unicorn-themed holiday cookies.
0: Well, that shouldn't be hard. Yeah, right?
1: Um, which seems way easier than, for example... 10 selfies in a unicorn-themed cafe or with unicorn-themed food. I don't think I've ever seen a unicorn-themed cafe or I, eaten unicorn-themed
0: food. Sure. Well, no, there was that that Starbucks drink. Oh, I think sure. that would count. That was the big viral hit over the summer. But you can't get so, that anymore. That's gone. No, you can't, but you could probably just repurpose that picture. They're not too specific, right?
1: I guess so. They're not going to be like, hmm, this looks old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And crappy
1: you're wearing you're wearing your
0: bernie sanders t shirt here This is probably I am very, very curious about unicorn themed cafes at this point. Um, and Betty has unplugged me from the thing. Are you done honey? oh wait, technical issue, and it's called a child. All right, we should uh let's put this back in here and Why don't we move it on to something that Betty might actually be interested in? All right. Next up,
1: we have Cody Rocky, your new Cody companion. It's a robot supposed to help teach your kid coding and AI, which sounds really ambitious for this, you know, $70 toy. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Maybe AI costs $70 now. Maybe that's the horrible
0: hellscape in which we live in now. That, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about AI and how well that happens, but I'm sure there's an open source AI out there that you can just repurpose. I, um, I think there is an open source element of everything that MakeBlock does to an extent. This is their seventh project, and we've previously featured the Cody bot, yeah, the original one, um, which actually wasn't their original project either. So, if you know if they're doing ai stuff they've they've probably got it i figure some projects well, the, in
1: the ai features they say they have are of course not like what we think of when we think about ai it's not like HAL 9000 yeah. it's like right basic facial and voice recognition but like it says does sure. mood sensing which like you know i'm not always great at mood recognition so <laughs> uh,
0: well it's good because then you can just have the cody rocky tell you yeah. careful art he is angry <laughs>
1: yeah um thanks cody but um <laughs> and i think you know it, it, it is it supposed to be a dog is, is it supposed to look like a dog I, it's got the little ears and um, it's got yeah, it's the got
0: ears i mean it's it's got a pet feel to it for sure um which i don't recall the other ones having anything like that uh i don't know i mean it looks more like a bear to me but yeah dog cat dog cat bear kind of sure thing. I'm curious, there's uh, like these ports on the back. What is that? You can put a tail. Is that ball just next to it or is that actually attached? There's a picture. Which picture are you looking at? Oh, it's like midway down. There's a red ball, a red. Ball. Pass some um, the I'm gonna get there. I think it must just be backing up into that. Um, You can program your your Cody Rocky to back it up.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, that's a real thing we're going to have to think of, because, like, this is a new kind of toy. Um, what's going to happen when all these kids with Cody bots, you know, hit puberty and start being like, I'm going to make my Cody bot do dirty things. Right, sure. <laughs> now,
0: now instead of eyes, it says boobs. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, that is interesting. It, so to to explain this thing a little more, it's... Uh... It, it's I'm a two-part thing, okay, um, where it's got like a wheelbase and then a uh, removable uh, graphical interface that's also kind of a remote or something of that nature. Yeah, uh, and it's got a variety of really sensors. Not You're not done. Oh. <laughs> it's got a variety of sensors apparently that you can have it interact with. But whereas the the original Cody bot was just sort of uh, g- command blocks to make the robot do things now it has more real world applications it can interact with you know these uh these other sensors like light and dark or uh, there's a moisture one things like that it can uh like some of the examples are it turns off your tv it can do music um so it's it's an interesting space that lets lets your kids Kind of go outside of just go forward, turn left, make a funny noise. Yeah, it has real world applications now. Sure.
1: Although, like I have, I watched I watch a lot of Shark Tank, and yeah, um, I think it's like a legal requirement that they do like five or six coding toys a year. On Shark Tank. On Shark Tank, yeah, Uh, they had like a a Barbie doll you could code the other day. How Uh, weird. Yeah. I mean, don't get me started. It was, uh, <laughs> I, it, it was odd for a lot of reasons. Like, it was because yeah. the, the doll, you could replace the doll. They're just selling you like a doll, and it's not a Barbie. Yeah. But, like, sure. What that really was was like the Barbie had like a Segway, and the okay. Segway was
0: I the see. thing you coded. All right. So, and it's basically go straight, turn left, do thing.
1: Yeah, but like yeah. they were, they were all then Like you know, yeah, it's not like you're not gonna, you're not gonna get your first job coding because you could do this, but like it's gonna nurture that interest, and then as you get older, you will either keep caring or not, and that's what will
0: get you into it for real. Right. Sure. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I think with any of these things, you're not gonna do anything too impressive, but it's just here's a taste of what this world of coding is. Yeah. You know. um, and that's cool.
1: Yeah, and like I feel like you know when I was a kid, there was nothing like this. Um, that like yeah. coding existed, but coding was for mm. for older people, right? Like it was all right. much denser.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, there, I can't. I can't even think of the first time I heard of anything like this within you know beyond five years ago. I feel like Sharper Image probably had something back in the nineties, but. But uh, yeah, it, it is it is a new world for you know preschool yeah. education, if you will. Yeah, and it's so the recommended age on this is six, by the way. Okay, so so like
1: if you needed to if you needed something like this, you would need a a more basic entry or to wait a little bit because your your kids are younger than this.
0: Yeah, there was a a Kickstarter project I think within the last year that was a little more rudimentary Mm. and you know it was it was really it wasn't coding in the sense that you know this is a little bit more but it was more like uh you had uh like color blocks that you could arrange on you know whatever the uh the system was that would go left go forward four spots go backward turn around Mm. so it was like if i put blue it'll turn left If up but green and it'll go straight you know something like that sure
1: yeah i don't know i it's i think it's a little odd i mean i of course i do not have a child and and while while i'm working on it we're not certainly not anywhere near having one who can actually learn coding um right it's weird that like we've got to this point where like everything has to be like like you have to have your kid super into every kind of stem thing by the time they're in kindergarten or you're a failure like, Oh yeah. It's, it's so, it's such an odd paradigm in terms of Uh like, what's important to, to parenting and education and learning that like, if your kid can't code, you're, you're not, you're not doing a good job.
0: Oh no, totally. I mean, it's yeah, we're, we're in that stage where we're in Los Angeles, which a, uh, is like one of the most insane school systems to try and navigate because there's just so much with like LAUSD and magnet schools and charter schools and you know whatever private schools there are out there. Um but like to 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 explore all this, you know, without any there's there's no real guidance. There there's just like, yeah, go to all the things and see what they're like and it's like All right, great. That's really going to school tours are really going to help me. But uh, uh, one of the things whenever Amanda goes out and does these school tours that I ask her is do they have some kind of coding program? Um, And there have been there's there's a school out there that's really close to us that had just opened up like a whole robotics program, which I don't think it's uh, available to the kindergartners, but it's like in a couple of years. So it's, it's, it's a crazy, crazy educational landscape these days. Um, and there's some weird sort of, like, yes, you have to do all these things, you, you, or you're doing a dishonor to your children. But at the same time, our educational system kind of sucks, you know, public school-wise at least. Sure. Yeah.
1: Um... But that, that's a whole
0: other... Podcast.
1: Yeah, we're really not here to solve public education. Um, although, like, I really, yeah. I, I really want there to be good public
0: education. Oh yeah, for sure. And it, you know, it's it's again totally off topic, but it's one of those things where it's like, doesn't it make sense to everyone that if everyone's smart, we'll all do better? No. Just me. That's okay.
1: Uh, everything costs
0: money is the problem, <laughs> <laughs> right? Sure, sure, sure. All right. Well, I think we've uh, explored this as much as two adults can. Betty, what do you think of the Cody bot? The Cody Rocky. Does this look like a toy that you would find interesting? She's nodding. You, you can use words. I told you not to talk, which you did t- so much of. This is the one time you can talk. What do you think? You would you would want this? okay yeah more head nodding you can say things yes okay uh if if i were to say do you want this versus uh what was what was your big santa list what did you want for christmas Mm, i want santa hat santa shirt oh a remote control car would you rather have this or a remote control car remote control car and this okay there there you have it i mean this is basically (laughs) a fancy remote control car it is. Um, yeah, this one doesn't uh, climb up walls like the one she wants does. Santa's
1: shirt is the cutest Christmas thing I've ever heard.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she also wants a Santa uh, hot chocolate mug with fake hot chocolate. So, is that a thing? Was a is that Santa real? No, it isn't. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe on Etsy. Anything's real on Etsy, right? I don't
1: know. Fake hot chocolate is a is a seems real niche, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's a market for that. And if you're looking for it, Amanda will uh, will have your back. Yeah, Jess is really good at finding stuff on Etsy too. I find Etsy so difficult to navigate. Jess is like, here's someone's weird paintings of wrestlers, and yeah. it's
0: like, what did you even <laughs> put in to find that? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I've only ever found like people's old garbage, and then like jewelry. I've never, never personally purchased anything off Etsy. Although there is someone out there who's doing like dice-based jewelry that I find fascinating. Because hmm. I'm like, and she's, she's doing very well, apparently. Uh, I, I follow her on Tumblr, but I'm, I'm kind of, I think she's paying her bills off of dice-based jewelry, which is really, I have bought somebody else's dice, yeah. drilled a hole into it, mm-hmm. and put some hooks in it. Pay me. Yeah. It's just fantastic. Yeah. And like, yeah. great, but, but sure. And
1: I guess a t- Tumblr is a good way to advertise your Etsy.
0: Yeah, no, it is because it's a very visual format. Yeah. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's what works on Tumblr. <laughs> that and that, wow. that person who was doing that weird
1: frozen blog.
0: Well, I'm sure there's like seven frozen blogs that are weird.
1: Now, this one is very specific and I'm not going <laughs> to talk about it with you now.
0: That yeah, like a the remote control Yeah, that, that is the remote control and it is also the face of the Cody Bot. So it does things. It's kinda like those hamsters that you have that make noise and stuff, but you can do it as a remote control, right? But I want both of them. All right, we'll look into it. <laughs> okay, well this da-da. won't be delivered
1: right. until April twenty eighteen, so it's really more of a next year Christmas item.
0: Oh, that would be just in time for Betty's birthday. If the people of uh, MakeBlock are listening and want to uh, want to get in on that, you can send us uh, Cody Rocky Very Betty's go. birthday. We'll feature projects yeah, number eight, nine, and ten for last you guys. Day of May, May, 34. There you go. Last day of May, May thirty first. Hey, quick shout out. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Starts <laughs> starts in, what, an
1: hour, two hours on the West Coast? Yes.
0: Although yeah. it'll have been a couple days by the time I get this recording up. Well, any it, night, it's yeah. ne- that it's night. Oh, that's true. T- it's that tonight. Night. It'll be a couple nights. Yeah. Yeah. It is tonight. All right. Go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> go. That's Yay. the appropriate level of enthusiasm, everyone. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and kickinshow.com celebrating Hanukkah. Catch us live every Tuesday, uh, streaming behind the scenes on kickinshow.com slash live. You can download the podcast from iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. Find all the links from today's show on kickinshow.com and search for episode 51. We'll see you next week. Tweet us at kickinshow on Twitter about your favorite crowdfunding projects. Bye. 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 All right.